This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. Yo, what's up, guys? You like our podcast? You want to make your own? You have all the power, all the resources you need to make your own podcast. That's right. If you haven't heard about Anchor by Spotify, let me give you a rundown. Basically, it's the easiest way to make a podcast with everything you need all in one place. And here's how it works. Anchor lets you record and edit podcasts right from your phone or your computer. So no matter what your setup is like, you can start creating today. Then you can distribute your podcast to the most popular listening platforms, including Spotify with a single tap. Anchor is also the only place you can publish video podcasts to Spotify, which is super important. With Anchor, creators can earn money in a variety of ways, including ads and podcast subscriptions. That's right. And best of all, Anchor is totally free. So download the Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. That is anchor.fm to get started. It's what we use. We get a little kickback from it, and we appreciate it. So if you guys want your own podcast, go to Anchor. .fm to get started. Peace. Today's show is sponsored by Faithful Counseling. Get the counseling and therapy help that you need from home. No need to drive anywhere. Seriously, go to getfaithful.com forward slash anatomy of marriage to get help right now. Hello and welcome to Anatomy of Marriage Radio. I'm your host, Melanie Studley. Hello, my name is Seth Studley. I'm a licensed marriage and family therapist and a marriage expert. Welcome to the show. This is Anatomy of Marriage, where you are going to get real help for real couples, because guess what? We needed real help for real couples, and there wasn't any out there, so we made what we wanted to see. So if if it's your first time joining us, welcome, my friends. Hello. Every day we do four things. Uh, We do our pigs, our intention, I mean our pigs, which is prayer, intention, gratitude, Mm -hmm. and then we do our topic of the day. Today's topic is, my husband likes porn, but it makes me feel bad what to do. Mm-hmm. So we're going to dive into that in a minute after we do our pigs. So let's do our pigs. Mm-hmm. And I encourage you to do these things with your spouse, prayer, intention, and gratitude with your flipping spouse. It helps a lot. <laughs> Focus and let's go. Every time you start in, it's like, wait a minute, are you on double speed? Because you're like, hello, welcome to the next Okay. <laughs> I like All to go right. fast. Yes, you do. Okay. Thank you, God, creator, for your blessings. Thank you for this day. I pray that this uh, content and whatever we say is helpful to our listeners. It's helpful to us as well. Thank you for the many blessings that you give us. Amen. Amen. I don't know what I saw, like a flash of light. That was really weird. I did too. That uh, was weird. Uh, yeah. Wait a minute. Whatever. What's happening? I don't know. So, uh, uh, do prayer. Intention. I intend on being positive and getting a ton of crap done. We have a ton of crap to do today. That's right. And so, my intention relationally for our day, my mm-hmm. behavior I intend to have, is positive, uplifting, honest, good, and when I bring it, you get it. So that's right. my intention. What okay. about you? Same thing. I have a million coaching clients today. We have a meeting with our coach. Mm-hmm. And then we have a potential speaking event thing that I'm doing mm-hmm. a talk at. So We're navigating uh, a lot. That's right. And it's exciting. Doing, it is exciting. Doing stuff. It's fun. What's up, Charlie? What's up, Lindsay? Um, uh, gratitude. Same, same thing. I intend to bring it and just actually be really focused today. Right. Get distractions out. So, right. Um, um, let's see. Uh, gratitude. What am I thankful for? I'm thankful that you vacuumed AOMHQ. Thanks. You're welcome. Um, I'm thankful that you got all of Mariner's gifts yesterday, like all the mm-hmm. fun Pokemon, whatever they are. Yeah. Uh, it was our kid's birthday. We now have a teenager, which is fun. Uh, and it, and you went out and got him the extra little sass zazzle Pokemon, Pokemon stack stacks that he wanted, and mm-hmm. so that was really fun. And that's right. We did a team. You know, I'm thankful that you made a. Really cool cake. So thanks. Oh, yeah. I think cake. that we both were teamwork and in making our kids' birthday fun. You know, yes. he, he felt loved. So I mean what else can you do as parents to make your kids feel safe and loved and respected and awesome? It and was I think fun. we did that. So good job. I agree. What's up, Tanya? What's up, Tanya? All right. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So here is our question of the What's day. Up, Emily? If you have a question, you can send it into hello at anatomyofmarriage.com or do it through our app, which is mm-hmm. this question was sent in through the Anatomy of Marriage app. You can do it in the co- or the question section. So it says, the other day, my husband admitted to me that he watches porn when I'm at work w- and he needs to relieve himself. I had a problem with that co- statement right there. Uh, like go to the bathroom? I what completely understand that part of it. However, Too much water? 
I completely understand that part of it. <laughs> However, it makes me feel bad. It makes me feel like I'm not good enough or that I don't please him in the ways he wants me to. I am being, am I being insecure or is this a valid thing for me to be a little upset about? I also understand that most guys will not stop watching porn and I can't ask him to stop watching it because that'll make me seem controlling. I guess hmm. what I'm trying to say is that I think porn could potentially ruin our relationship because he enjoys it, but it makes me insecure. Mm. Thank you for sending this question in, by the way. Mm -hmm. What are your yeah. thoughts initially? Are you thinking something? I have a lot of thoughts. I think that this is uh, an obviously a big topic that basically every couple goes through, right? And some people say, oh, what's the big deal? It's okay. Uh, and other people are like, no, it's the worst thing ever. Mm -hmm. You can never do that, right? Right. So there's two, there's a million ideas and thoughts about it can i talk just to that for a second really quick the me. idea that um you said some people are like fine it doesn't matter and some people are like no this is the worst thing mm -hmm. so i did a little bit of research last night and i was looking at like psychology today and different things and mm -hmm. i was literally just googling like is porn bad for a marriage why does porn affect marriages is like all the things i could think of to google about this topic because i'm like i really want to see what Everybody says, because mm -hmm. I know what the church says. I know what this particular teacher says. I know what Tina says. I, you know, mm -hmm. I can pick and sort of pick and choose what I mm -hmm. think is right or wrong. But what does the data say? Like, what right. does science say about it? And what's crazy is it's basically like it's whatever your mindset is, is however it impacts your marriage. Oh, that's Meaning, the but the mindset mm -hmm. of the couple. So like if a one spouse or, or let's say there's a couple who's like, oh, I don't care. Sure. Go ahead. Mm -hmm. Then it's not a problem for them. Mm -hmm. If there's a couple where one spouse like watches porn and the other one's like it, it's the worst thing ever. That's going to cause problems, mm -hmm. and there will always be a problem if it's in their marriage. And then the last one is if it's a couple who both believe that porn is bad, but you know one person is still looking at it. It's again, it's going to cause a problem because it's the mindset around what pornography is right. that is the problem. Um, does that make sense? Absolutely. So I thought that was really interesting where it's like, a, um, it's what you make of it mm -hmm. almost. Yeah. I've never thought about it that way. Like I hadn't what, either. <clears throat> what is the mindset around it? Because obviously the church, this is going to sound weird and don't email me a million things, but it seemed like the church has, has demonized that and made it like the ultimate thing that you should never do. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Well, and I, yeah, I so, think there's uh, which, which I, I mean, yeah, there's, there's very valid reasons for mm -hmm. it, but it's like, and I think this happened to us because it was like, that is the worst thing ever. And then if, if I think that my spouse did the worst thing ever, right? then I, my, my, uh, my reaction, feelings, emotions are heavily influenced by what other people Right. are thinking you understand what i'm saying mm -hmm. so mm -hmm. like think about this before you were going to church you know when you were like 19 or something mm -hmm. you'd be like who cares right right but then you know 20 21 23 when you're like doing church stuff all the time you were like oh that was and you right. lost your brain about mm -hmm. it you see what i'm saying mm -hmm. so the flip of that so this is what i really like the idea of what's the mindset around it mm -hmm. so if um me spending money at starbucks that is not budgeted and really affects how we view money mm -hmm. and affects our overall family budget and all this stuff. But I still am going to Starbucks and spending money, right? Sometimes I tell you about it. Sometimes it's secret. Okay. Is that good the or bad? The wish this wasn't true. <laughs> well, Except uh, it's not Starbucks. It's Bakery Nouveau. Where's my t-shirt? I know. You, guys, you bought a t-shirt from, from a bakery. bakery. And guess what? Here's the kicker. They're not for sale to the public. I sweet talk somebody. Into an employee t-shirt of a bakery. That's how much you love this bakery. That's Keep right. Continue. So anyway, how would that affect our overall budget? Good morning, Lily. Good to see you. And and uh, your your feelings about how I spent money, about how you spent money. You understand mm -hmm. what I'm saying? Yes. Would that be good for the marriage? Mm -hmm. No, yeah, no, no, no. Would it? No. No, it wouldn't. No. So, in a healthy marriage, a partnership, well, not according to the book that you read, is not a partnership. It's a collaboration. A collaboration. A collaboration. It's like having a business partner who spends profit at the casino or something right. like that. You understand? Right. That's a and really like, great analogy. We're talking about this. Mm -hmm. Okay. Now, this isn't just about money. Mm -hmm. 
I'm losing faith in you as a business partner. Right. You know, do you see me as just, okay, I'm not taking this business as serious because right. maybe your whole thoughts about me is like, oh, he won't care. He just go spend money or whatever. Right. You, you see what I'm saying? Yeah. And I so, love that analogy. It, it's, um, I, I think the biggest thing is there's a dissonance here. Mm-hmm. This thing, whatever it is, right. doesn't push you or get you towards what you said that you mm-hmm. wanted with your spouse, right? right? And did you think of the thing, the the way that you explain pornography, to the, the way that the woman sees it? No, I don't know what it is, so I don't want to... I'll Darn think it. of it okay. later, but I do want to talk about the idea that... Uh, I like the analogy that you used, or the metaphor of money. So, focus... What are you doing? What are you... Reading comments. So, um, the metaphor of money, this idea of... So couples are both, you know, bringing something to the table of their marriage. And mm-hmm. one spouse is literally just like, oh, I'm going to poke a hole in this side of the marriage container and let like mm-hmm. just the finances be go to pot because, mm-hmm. well, I like to do that. Mm-hmm. I need to relieve myself financially. So I'm going to go on Amazon and just buy whatever I want mm-hmm. and not talk about it, not mm-hmm. ask you. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's damaging. It is no, really you have damaging. talked about it. And the, uh, one spouse says, please don't do this. Right. Please don't do this. Right. Like actually don't do it. Right. 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 Um, and another way too is that I think we we talk a lot, especially with our coaching uh, clients, where we're like, you need to have a vision for what you want in the future. So mm-hmm. you need to say, uh, and that could be anything from financial to family to just marriage alone. But like we want to, you know, let's say we want to buy this kind of car mm-hmm. this month of next year. And so we need to save X mm-hmm. amount of dollars or we want to, you know, have our business revenue increase mm-hmm. this many, whatever. But what people don't understand is mm-hmm. I think porn, they look at, sex within a marriage, pornography within a marriage, like somehow it doesn't affect that that end mm-hmm. result. Can like, I give an analogy here? Mm-hmm. So let's say this. You and I, we get married, right? Or we're dating long-term or whatever. But in this case, we're married mm-hmm. and we have kids. And when we first got married, we're like, okay, I promise you, we are both going to save up for this vacation. Uh-huh. 10 years from now, right, right? Right. And we're on the same team. We're saving for this vacation. Mm-hmm. Our extra money goes for this, whatever is not budgeted, does not go to that. Right, right. And then, okay, so you, being the woman, are like, okay, I have 100% complete faith in this guy mm-hmm. that he's he promised do. me that he, he would he save. He promised me all this stuff. He so told our marriage we're counselors. Saving. Yeah. We're saving for this. We're going to Hawaii, right? right? Even better, we're going to Europe and then Hawaii, right? <laughs> And we're saving, saving, saving. And then I'm like, okay, well, I start to justify things, right? And I'm like, okay, $10 at Starbucks. Mm, $10 at Baker Nouveau, right? Right. And then we talk about it. Your feelings are hurt because you're like, I th- it gets us off track. I, I thought of our- we were saving for this thing. Pay and then, the sorry, I don't know why. Pontificate I'm- towards <laughs> them. Uh, uh, we're, we're, you thought, oh, we're saving for this thing, but I justified it and was like, Look, I was out. Right. I was, I was hungry. I had to get a snack. $10 is honestly not a big deal. I think this is how guys look at it, actually. Mm-hmm. Melanie, mm-hmm. $10, don't lose your brain over that, okay? Mm-hmm. And they can be like real jerks about it. Yeah. Or oh, yeah. they can be like, oh, you're right, I'm sorry, and then change, right? So then $10 happens again, mm-hmm. you know? And you're like, oh my gosh, right? And there's a real borderline between like, okay, I'm addicted to spending $10 at Starbucks every day mm-hmm. or like, you're right, okay, this let's get back on track kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Does that make sense? Right, but I think what will end up happening and what does happen is, you know, you get to that close to that 10-year mark, the it's supposed to be our anniversary or our big trip savings, whatever, mm-hmm. and the partner that has been frivolously spending mm-hmm. has like almost nothing to show and then there's the other spouse going what mm. like i asked you not to do this and you said you weren't and now we've got three hundred dollars in our account and that's it like mm-hmm. 10 years and that's all we've got mm-hmm. and it's so frustrating because i don't like i love the analogy of using kind of finances because money equals mm-hmm. the ability to do something mm. trust in a marriage equals the ability to go do things together oh when now you that's don't, a good quote trust in a relationship equals the ability to do other things. <laughs> it's amazing. Um, but it's really 
frustrating to watch couples do this because we have, um, you know, we've worked with so many people. People email us all the time about this topic. Mm-hmm. Um, and men in particular, and I know that women use porn. I'm not, um, it's a different vibe. And in all the papers that I read, it's a totally different feel mm-hmm. uh, around it, which whatever, who cares? We're not talking about that right now. But um, men tend to just justify and justify and justify and say things like, well, I need a release. I need, to, I, I have tension in this is whatever. Like go freaking take a jog. Like it would be, how annoying would, how annoying would it be if I said, Seth, I have so much tension. Mm-hmm. I need to go to Nordstrom. Okay. God, what's wrong with you? And they say, right. what? It's just Nordstrom. It's just a pair of boots. So Shut if, up. If, so if you were with the kids all day or whatever, right. at, or at your job, or you're in school and you know had all the stress, you were like, oh, Nordstrom.com. I just got to blow some steam off. Right. Right? Right. Let's see. It says, I personally don't agree with porn because I think it does change your view of your spouse. His view can and will become about the object of his wife rather than the blessings your wife gives in love. In saying that, what? That like in all things, it should be in moderation and with the agreement of your partner, rather shopping, books, porn, drinking, etc. Yeah. Right. No, I, like, I want to talk about that too. I think the, the, the moderation thing is like, I think of that Bible verse all the time. It's like uh, everything's permissible, not everything's beneficial. Right. Right. And ugh, I could do heroin. I don't I think it's going to be good for me. I do in moderation, but... Right. Okay, so, okay, let's dive into the research and the science of it, right? So, the science of heroin is much like the science of porn or other... Sugar. Uh, or sugar or, or caffeine or food. Right. There are endorphin releases, right. right? There's oxytocin, there's dopamine, there's all kinds of stuff. Shopping, too. Oh, yeah, Oh, yeah. I'm going to completely check my brain out from here and go look at Check size. out while you check out. <laughs> right. <laughs> And so it's not it's not like in in moderation there. It, it's so it's so kind of trippy mean, yeah. because when you're dealing with something as powerful as like, and people are gonna lose their brain over this like oh porn is uh, what you're saying is the most powerful thing. No, I'm not. But oh. there there uh, things like that have the ability, uh, especially over time and quite quickly. It's, it's it's just like heroin. There's dopamine receptors and all this crazy stuff. They have the ability to. They wet. have the ability to instantly like create a neural pathway. Oh yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? And we go to what we know. Our brains are literally wired biologically to take the path of least resistance, mm-hmm. right? So if I'm like, oh, something hard, boom, heroin. Something hard, oh, boom, porn. Something mm-hmm. hard, shopping, mm-hmm. then you're messing with your brain, basically, right? right? right. You're literally messing with your brain. Right. Um, and I agree. So it's it's interesting because we don't take these things into account to the seriousness of them. So even things that, anything that is addictive, video games, cell phones are addictive, video games are addictive, sugar is addictive, caffeine, mm-hmm. sex, uh, like uh, we need to actually take these much more seriously than we do because these are things that are wired in our brain. Mm-hmm. They are not actual choices that we make unless we begin to see them as a choice that we make. Does that make mm-hmm. sense? Like no. they are. Um, so if I'm out in the woods and I'm uh, starving, it's not a choice to go eat something. And my body is like freaking eat right now. Oh, Find right, food, right, right. kill anything, cook anything, eat anything. It's not a, it's not like a, I'm like, Mm. Should I eat? Like it's so mm. hardwired into us. And when we think that we can, um, especially as like a person with a phone or a man with a phone, if we think we can like be dabbling in, you know, like, oh, I follow people on Instagram that are like super sexy, but pff, I have control. Right. I have control. It's fine. Right. You're lying to yourself and your spouse because it's not fine. You don't have control over these things the mm-hmm. way you believe you do. And uh, so that's that's a whole other conversation. But I do want to address this comment right here. Um, uh, Leah, I don't think of it. Uh, c- yeah, how it changes the view of your spouse. So in um, the research talked about this idea that in this, they they interviewed all these different couples, like some who use porn, some who don't, some who think it's bad, some who don't. And one of the consistent things across the board was that pornography use in the um, the spouse who uses pornography almost always tends to then look at the person that they're married to and be like, "Ew, um, that's gross." Because it increases their ability 
to compare. Yes. Right. So it's, oh, and guess what? Comparison is the right. thief of joy. So then they start asking like, oh, well, maybe you could lose a few pounds or maybe you could dress differently. Mm. So they're trying to sort of uh, mm-hmm. pornographies their spouse, mm-hmm. which makes you feel like garbage if you're the spouse. Right. Right. So you're literally, it, I mean, I want to put it this way. What if I, as a woman, was like, God, I love six pack abs. I'm going to go to the Fred Meyer and get me a calendar of firefighters. Okay, Seth? Mm-hmm. I'm just going to hang this over here. Mm-hmm. Um, and when I'm really stressed out, I just need to see a man with a kitten and like a <laughs> fire hose and boots on. And, and like his oiled chest. Right. It's just how I cope with things. Okay. Right. Yeah. How would you feel? Not good. <laughs> what if I did it every day and you said, hey, sweetie, I don't like that you like look at the firefighter calendar all the time. Could yeah. you stop? But I'm like. I, I would I would not like that because first of all, it's like number nine. I don't like conflict, you know, mm-hmm. and I typically don't like asking you to do things that I know you don't want to do. Right. It's like, I don't know. I don't want to put her out. It's just I hate that. Right. Right. So that would make me very uncomfortable to even have to ask right but then what if like down the line i said you know what seth i promise i won't look at the firefighter stuff anymore Mm -hmm. but then you got up and looked at my computer and you saw that i had been looking at firefighter porn Mm -hmm. Uh, it's probably a thing (laughs) (laughs) hadn't thought of it till now but Uh, like what if what i i I wouldn't like that how would it make you feel as a man what like honestly Stupid idiot men who look at porn and think that it's okay. What the F are you doing? Right. How would you feel if your wife said, I just love huge wieners and men who fight fires and I look at it when I'm stressed. My kids are yelling at me. All right, I know what I'm going to do. Right. Freaking put yourself in someone else's right. shoes for nine freaking seconds. So how about this? At that point, it's not about whatever thing you're using to check out of your brain. You understand what I'm saying? It's your ability. I hope your mom is watching. <laughs> I talked to her yes, no, two days ago. She's like, sometimes I tune in. She's like, and sometimes no, no, thanks. I'm like, is it when we talk about sex and everything? She's like, yeah. I was like, well, it's real stuff. So I don't know. <laughs> I love you, <laughs> Yeah. Oh God. Anyway, keep on. <laughs> That's a YouTube uh, <laughs> thumbnail. Anyway, what was I saying? So whatever you use to check out is what you were saying. Yeah. Then it borderlines. Okay. What is the Okay, what is the real thing? So it takes a real differentiated person. Like, okay, if I was just emotionally immature like you were when you lost your brain, yes, you know, then you go into crazyville. Right. However, there's, which I wasn't, I'm not addicted. I'm not, I have a way harder time with like beer and scones. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> so that's like no big deal. That was funny. <laughs> but anyway, uh, it, it, then it, it borders line into, what are you doing to cope? What right. like right. your coping mechanisms right. suck? I know that's I was literally what, what thinking. What is this? And so then it and and every well not every but it's just like oh my goodness so many couples deal with this. It's like okay let's take this okay so the the dude is like oh I struggle with this all the time and and the wife is like what are you doing? Right. This is nothing good. Right. Hello. Right. I don't like it. Blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. And then, so there's like these phases like, okay, a guy can justify it. Well, I just got to blow off steam like this right. wiener talked about, right? <laughs> yes. <laughs> uh, and then you justify it. And then you, I mean, there's even couples that's like, what? It's not hurting anybody. What's your, what's right. lighten up, right. right? And then, okay, then you, then you, then you join the douchoisee club. Okay. Right? <laughs> but anyway, so after a while, I'm like, okay, bro. Right. Don't bro me if you don't know me. Like, no, it's like, seriously, are you this goofy? Right. Are, are, can, uh, and I, I don't, I don't know. I'd be, well, if it was a counseling client, I would be very soft. If it was a coaching client, I'd be like, what are you doing? Right. Man up and like get another coping skill because right. obviously this isn't working for you and your marriage. Right. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, what? That's your default? Yeah. Come when on. I, I think of, um, if a guy is like, oh, I just need to let off some steam and he pulls out his phone to look at porn, it, I wish that there was a thing that would pop up that says, I have terrible coping skills or like, I'm an infant in my ability to cope with my body. Right, <laughs> like, right. Because that's basically what you're saying. Like, right. oh, I'm just so stressed. Heroin. So, but, the, so there are real therapeutic issues that can be talked about mm-hmm. through this, like addiction cycles, all kinds of stuff, right? right? Especially if there were, were was super early exposure to porn. Yes, yeah. And like when you're young, like five, six, seven, eight, nine years old. 
because then that really that wires your brain really wires your brain mm-hmm. and it's confusing and it's shaming and all kinds of just really horrible stuff that yes. I do not wish on anybody mm-hmm. so I'm not saying like every guy or girl that like goes to porn is just like okay you're a piece of garbage no I'm mm-hmm. not I'm not saying that I'm a therapist for crying out loud I'm much more empathetic than that however if it's something that's not that deep right scarring uh, deep Trauma. level of stuff. Yeah. If it's more just like, okay, um, uh, uh, what is it? Um, superficial than that? Like, right. I don't know, just like it. Then, okay, what, what, what are you doing, right? Right. Hey, what's up, Mike? Good morning, bud. Okay, so I would go. <laughs> what? What are you laughing Bill at? says, I don't know, he's talking about a firefighter. Oh, I know. I, I would, would go, go get, get a firefighter. <laughs> hey, that's a good That is a good, good idea. idea. Okay, um, so what we're talking about, it, you know, everything is permissible, not everything is beneficial. Let me say one thing. Hold oh. on. Is this a therapeutic issue? If so, go get real therapy and real counseling for it. If it's not, then okay, stop this crap out. Don't try to justify and work on coping skills right Right. so do something different right i do want to talk about the this idea of how it impacts the partner like how it impacts the marriage because Mm -hmm. i think um when we talk about things that we struggle with individually we obviously get very protective Mm -hmm. of the stupid crap that we do Mm -hmm. and we go well i just can't control my eating and so whatever as if it doesn't impact your entire family Mm because it does Mm -hmm. so Nothing is only yours when you're married. Mm-hmm. That's why the Bible says we become one what? It's your favorite word. Flesh. 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 <laughs> flesh. Uh, so we become one flesh, uh-huh. meaning what impacts you impacts me. What impacts me impacts you impacts mm-hmm. our children. So if I am uh, like have disordered eating, whether mm-hmm. that's like I eat too much or I don't eat enough, it is not just mine. Mm-hmm. It now becomes Seth. And it becomes our kids because they watch us navigate this. Here's a good example. Tell me what happens when I bring Ben and Jerry's home. Our children run to you like, right. like herd, a herd and of then elephants. you too. I, you know, you eat it for breakfast. No, or... I, I only eat the marshmallow part of fish right. food. That's the only ice cream I like. And it's not even ice cream. It's cold. And cold I'm not talking about marshmallow fluff. But anyway, so it, it affects. It's like, oh, I'm just bringing this home. But... Bring it home every day. The kids expect sweets. They get fat, you mm-hmm. know, and blah, 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 all this stuff. So even what you bring home, food-wise, affects the family, right? Right. Yeah. You got us way off track. Um, but so, like, it, it, nothing is just yours mm-hmm. when you are married. And I wish that I could help uh, people understand that. Like, people fight. They literally fight for the thing that is theirs, even though they say they don't want it. Mm -hmm. They argue why they do it. Ego. So you could, yes. And so a guy could be like, in in one mindset, he could be like, yeah, I know that porn is bad. And then like four seconds later, be like, I just need it to relieve myself. Mm -hmm. Make up your freaking mind Mm -hmm. and choose one path. I felt like, um, uh, (laughs) What David Rose's sister Alexis oh. choose, <laughs> uh, but anyway, <laughs> that was really funny. But you need David. to understand what path you choose, mm-hmm. and then go on that one on purpose, even if the other one is calling your name with like a megaphone and saying, "Eat too much ice cream" or "Be a douche and look at porn." Freaking what path do you want to be on? And here's mm-hmm. the following thing. This is the other thing I wanted to say. It's so important. Men who abuse pornography lie to their wives, screw them over for. 20 years and then get angry that their wives don't want to have sex with them. Mm. Screw yourself. How about that? Love Melanie. He has been. (laughs) (laughs) That was awful. Um, You may excuse yourself to F yourself. You said that once and it was so funny and I've never... You said it when we were very first dating and I told my mom and we laughed so hard and we say it. You may excuse yourself (laughs) to F yourself. Uh, But anyway. Okay. I hope no one thinks our show is Christian at this point. Well, uh, so Bill says, I honestly don't think most men use porn in order, whoops, in order to see better looking women. It's more about the fact that we know asking our wife to help us get off is is objectifying her. We respect her too much. Why is pleasuring ourselves acting infantile? Some people buy clothes, some travel, some masturbate. As long as it isn't isn't all consuming, consuming, it shouldn't be shunned. This type of all right or all wrong is the type of thing that causes devout Catholics to question themselves. Yeah. So we are, we are not right. saying that in, in, in uh, I think, in the first part of the show. Yeah, if you didn't catch like, the first part. Okay, there are a lot of couples that do that. And right. I, I'm not saying that, okay, 
everything is black and white. You must not ever do if this. If it's in your marriage and you both agree with it, have fun. But so then all the Christians are going to lose their brains, right? So it's like, okay, what works for you? How, who, how, and who am I to know what works and what doesn't for you? You understand what I'm saying? I mean, yes. So this is like, okay, there's a lot of research out there that, you know, hello, science, um, that points to these things. But then there's also articles that's like, yeah, okay, fine. There's even a book that's called Ethical Porn for Dicks. Remember that one? Yeah. I didn't read it, but I knew I was about it. And read it was like it something I, uh, I didn't know about it. Yeah. And I was like, oh, okay, then I have a hard time understanding. So if, if, um, I, I don't know. Like, what we're saying is if your <clears throat> spouse is saying, hey, this is an issue, this that's does, what we're yeah. saying. Hey, Melanie, this is an issue for me mm-hmm. right here. Yes. Okay. And you're like, well, peace out. Yeah. Uh, whatever, baby. Right. So we're not saying that. We're saying if your spouse brings this up and says, this is a thing, this is how I feel, this is what I'm asking of you. Then what kind of uh, respect levels do you have in your marriage? What kind of differentiation do you have in your marriage? What kind of, uh, I don't know, honor uh, is that? Right. You know, like back to the to the financial things. If I say, hey, Melanie, we're saving up for a vacation, mm-hmm. but I'm spending, you know, $10 every day somewhere that wasn't budgeted, right. that was secret, that she finds sometimes, it's like, that's a thing, mm-hmm. right? But if we're saving for a vacation, I'm like, okay, I want to put $10 to Starbucks every single day mm-hmm. and you're like, okay, we, we got the money. Right. That's fine. And I will say, and Bill does say communication is key. Yes, I agree. Yes. Um, and there needs to not be this level. Of, sometimes um, people think communicating is sort of uh, pushing their spouse to be okay with it. That's the crap I can't stand. Mm-hmm. When men are like, come on, come on. Mm-hmm. We hit, get emails like that all the time. Mm-hmm. When women are like, my husband wants me to look at porn. I don't want to. It's a turnoff. It hurts my feelings. Mm-hmm. He doesn't listen to me and keeps asking me to look at it hashtag she will never want to have sex with you again wake mm-hmm. up that's the kind of stuff mm-hmm. i'm talking about but also hashtag a lot of people i just peeked for some reason a, a lot of people use this as an excuse well he knew this before we got married or mm-hmm. she knew that things were like this right. before i got married i think of that nickel creek uh others song. have she excuses can't, she can't i have complain. my reasons why yeah like she can't complain she knew this oh that's right? a different song but it's a good one uh but it's like, well, no, I can't say, well, you knew that I spend $10 at Starbucks every day, mm-hmm. so you can't uh, expect me to like change mm-hmm. or like pivot. Right. What? Are yeah. you kidding? What kind of what kind of fixed mindset do I have there? You're in the douchewazi club. <laughs> uh, and the other thing I want to say, too, is this idea that, like Bill, you were saying, like, it, why can't it be normal or whatever? And that's fine. It can be. But again, I'm going to go back to this idea that... <clears throat> Pornography is like a really exaggerated... It, so it's the... Um, what is it? The law of diminishing returns. So pornography tends to just get... It doesn't stay stagnant for the people who use it. Just like drugs. You don't use like... Right. I, I don't know any measurement of any drug, but like four milligrams of <laughs> heroin. I don't even know what a milligram is. But you don't use the same amount of heroin so forever. It's called, it's called a tolerance. And you know how you get right. tolerance? Repeated. I had a professor tell me this. He's like, oh, yeah, you know how you get tolerance built up? You practice. Oh, that's, oh, you're practicing porn. Or or practicing drinking. And oh. like that's a physiological response and psychological too. I wish I went to college for this. Well, I wish you went to college. Oh, I did go to college, you butthole. <laughs> I know, I'm just kidding. Uh, so that is the one thing I want to say is that it's tolerance. There's, uh, It's the law of diminishing returns. It will never, so the um, the pornography, how about this? If you looked at pornography and you were to look back at like the early porn that you used to look at, you'd be like, oh, that's child's play. Like that's nothing. I could take that's so soft. much more. Yeah, I could take so much more now. <laughs> it's, a, it's a, literally it never goes. Um, it's almost like drinking. Like, oh, she, she, right. gets, she gets drunk after two beers, lightweight. Like, yeah, it's exactly. So let's use the drinking analogy. So. Mm-hmm. When you're very first drinking alcohol and you're like, oh, I'm so young and look, oh, and you have the tiniest amount or coffee, you think, oh, this is crazy. 17 years later, you're at the bar pounding down what you would have drank in an entire night mm-hmm. in one hour. Mm-hmm. And you have no problem with that. 
It's the law of diminishing returns. It's it's all you're always going to want just a little bit more than you had before. And so here's the thing. Don't answer that. I want you to focus on this. So it's our friend Steven. Just just quit. So there's that part, the law of diminishing returns. But then how does that apply when it's overlaid against your spouse? If I'm looking at porn and it's exaggerating the things that I find attractive and it's the law of diminishing return uh, returns. And let's just go to the firefighter model again, like, because uh, it's funny. So Not how true. would you feel mm-hmm. if maybe you were 50 pounds overweight mm-hmm. and you didn't have a six pack and you were pasty white, but I'm always looking at, now it's going to be even funnier, European firefighters that are bronze, I don't know, Brazilian fighter, yeah, the Italian fighter, 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 fighter catalog. And that's the kind of porn I like. And now you know about it, but well, good you... Good thing my skin is a little bit darker and I do have a six pack. <laughs> so, no, I don't. <laughs> so imagine what that would make you feel like right. when we actually go to so have sex. So I, I would internalize that and I'd be like, oh my goodness. And then I would... I, I So here's what I would do in response, which is not a good reason to do anything because it's not coming from here. I would go to the gym and try to diet and do that stuff. Mm-hmm. Because I wanted to personally... No, no. Because I was doing it, doing it for you right. to like. But are either... you ever gonna look like Alfonso? I don't know. Is that an Italian name? <laughs> I think so. Are you ever gonna look like Alfonso Giovanni on my um, oh my on my Italian firefighter catalog? Right. Are you ever gonna look like that? Because <laughs> he's photoshopped. I don't think so. You don't think you are? I don't think so. So when so guys, people who use pornography and their spouses don't like it. This is the dynamic that they're feeling. Mm-hmm. I don't look like a stick thin Alfonso Giovanni. Like boobs the size of hot air balloons. I will never look like that. Even if I had surgeries, even and I don't want to do that. I don't want to look that way. But if you're saying, Well, this is what turns me on, I then I will never turn you on. An H A B cup. Uh, what? Hot air balloon cup. <laughs> <laughs> I'm size H-A-B. Right, okay. That was funny. <clears throat> we got some comments here. We so have a Steven, lot of comments. Steven says, it takes a large amount of maturity to do this well. To see another person's perspective and be willing to reevaluate mm. your perspective is key. Yes. Yeah, that's why it didn't work a long time ago because she lost her brain. I was a dummy and we weren't differentiated. We didn't have high this levels of maturity. a good one. It says... Right? My biggest thing is the hiding it part. I don't... I don't like feeling there's like a secret part to my spouse's life. Right. That's, yeah. yeah. That's a big part of betrayal and uh, stuff like that. It's like, oh, wait Push a minute. The middle, I, not I, the, thought, okay. I thought I knew you. Right. Bill says, I see what you're saying. You build up a tolerance to each level of porn. It may require some people to have more exciting visuals to get the same dopamine hit. Yes. Exactly. Yes. Stephen again says, I also think that if both parties do agree, you still have to need to address the deeper issues. Yes. Is it building you up? Is it providing a healthy environment for growth and change? Yes. That's a great question. That is and a great question. most likely... No, it may be that way at first for the mm-hmm. first year, year and a half, two years, whatever. Mm-hmm. But then just like, think think about it this way. And so the, the language even that we're using around this, you've been saying use porn, yeah. right? Yeah. Oh, use alcohol, mm-hmm. use shopping. Use drugs. Use drugs. Mm-hmm. So it is something that you are taking that's not natural here. Mm-hmm. You're using it. You're right. consuming it, yes. right? And that's the language around it because it is, uh, it's it's a a thing that you can become addicted to, right? So uh, say, oh yeah, you know, we first got married, you know, when I was in the band and stuff, we'd go to like shows and backstage and we'd like party, you know, mm-hmm. oh, this is fun, right? But then, oh, guess what? We start doing less of that, but you're still drinking, mm-hmm. you know? I'm like, hey, we're not like at a club where right. are you, right. you know? kind of drunk at 10 o'clock. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Right. You know, so that doesn't work anymore. At first it did. Oh, and guess what? Just like with all addictive substances, right. it's, it serves a purpose for uh, an allotted amount of time. Right. That thing you were doing to cope or to get through or to get by, guess what? That doesn't work anymore. Right. And let me... At, s- at one point it did. Right. Now it doesn't. Let me comment on that. It serves a purpose statement because that can be confusing to people. But like in, let's say if it's drug use, sometimes the uh, purpose that it serves is masking your pain. Mm-hmm. Does that sound good? No, of course not. Mm-hmm. The better choice there is to address the pain. It to me is like if you have a flat tire on your minivan and you're like, fix a flat, 
I know. I'm going to drive my kids around on fix a flat. And then it has, you have a flat tire again and you're like, no, 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 fix a flat. It'll mm. be fine. Mm-hmm. And you just like pump your tire up with fix a flat till you're on like a rock, basically. Rock. And, uh, the and rim, you mean? The rim. Oh, you mean it fills with the stuff? It fills okay, with okay. the stuff. Yeah. But um, it's not sustainable. It's not actually helping you heal the thing. And that's kind of what we're getting at is that. It is a very slippery slope, just like uh, phone addiction, uh, alcohol addiction. You know, it's it's like these things. Mm-hmm. It, it masks something else. And that's why we're saying, uh, like Bill, you're saying, why is it being infantile? Because typically it's masking something else. And it's also typically damaging. Oh, sorry. Gosh. It's also typically damaging something mm-hmm. that you value. But your addiction is saying, it's fine. It's fine. It's it, Look, just it's fine, just this time, just today, mm-hmm. when it's like long term damaging mm-hmm. it. So that's why we're saying this. Again, if you have a marriage where it doesn't matter and nobody cares, then don't care about it. Mm-hmm. But if you don't, you should be looking deeper. Lindsay says, always tell your spouse, even if it's a hard conversation and you feel like they won't understand, tell them because the blow is going to be softer if you tell them rather than them finding it in your search history. Mm -hmm. That's right. Uh, Robert says, I prefer to consume my knowledge of my wife's needs and desires. I'm still in kindergarten. That's good. Okay. So let's, oh, what's up, Haley Joe? Okay. Let's kind of wrap this up. I know Mm -hmm. we've talked about it. It's a really good conversation and putting it in, into the, addictive coping skills hey what used to work doesn't work anymore frame mm-hmm. is i think helpful and always think of alfonso giovanni <laughs> oh yeah that's great <laughs> is that the name i gave him yes um, it is. but i All do right, want let's read that. To, hold on i want to i want to say this too uh, and again typically we're talking to men women do struggle with this but it's to a different degree and typically different um triggers heard of romance novels yeah i mean romance novels are porn that's all they are so if your wife is reading a ton of books with alfonso giovanni on the cover that's what she's doing but um but if you are a guy who struggles with this and you are um trying to like pretend that you don't or you get mad at your spouse when they tell you what hurts their feelings Mm -hmm. grow the f up Mm -hmm. knock it off Uh. like do not protect the thing that is damaging your relationship. Right. What are you gonna, no, you gonna if, you tell fi- me now? if you feel the need to justify it, like this is a therapist, so the coach part is coming out of you and the judgmental part is coming out of you. <laughs> I am going to take the high road and be a therapist here because that's uh-uh. what I am, right? So, okay, if if you feel that you are justifying it and dismi- being dismissive of whatever your spouse is saying, male or female, mm-hmm. then I want you to take a closer look at that and go, okay, wait a minute. Do I use this to cope or anything else? Do I use this to kind of hide something else? Or has it been such a habitual pattern that I don't even know if I'm coping? I don't know how to not use it. I just, I don't know how to not use it, right? right? So are we getting into more addictive tendencies here? Or just like, can't? how about this? Ask yourself, can this be a real area for growth here? A real area for growth. If you answer yes, then lean into that and really think about it. Talk to other dudes. Talk to other people about it. Email us more questions. So, okay, one more thing. Hey, what's up, Scott? I, Bill says, I wonder if couching for couples... Coaching. Oh, coaching for couples who have this issue would help XD. What does <laughs> XD mean? It's a smiley face. It's a, it's a, oh my gosh. Seth is 100 know. years old. He doesn't know. XD. Um, it's not... It's like a stop v, saying... Like a VMAX? No. I don't know. Yes, coaching would help. So if you have struggle with this and it's affecting your marriage, Bill's always got our back. Thank you, uh, you can learn more about our coaching at coachinganatomyofmarriage.com. And uh, yes, we do deal with this with our mm-hmm. clients and we help them through it and right. we give them resources. We keep them accountable. Yeah, so here's the deal. What's up, Amanda? Good to see you. So coaching versus counseling. Oh, guess what? I've been a therapist for 15 years. I uh, Coaching is a different type of thing, mm-hmm. right? We say, hey, okay, what's the underlying issue? You're saying that you don't want to do that anymore. Intense accountability, especially for the guys, has been so helpful, right? Mm-hmm. When I say intense accountability, guess what? Oh, you have a, a weekly Zoom call, right? Mm-hmm. You have all the emails or texts or phone calls that you want or need. And the kicker for the dudes that I work with, we have a, a little app called Voxer. It's a walkie-talkie app. Mm-hmm. Every single morning, hey, man, what's going on? Give me a check-in. Right. Did you do what you said you were going to do yesterday? Oh, you did? sweet mm-hmm. awesome i see you bro good work right. oh you didn't pause drop the phone hold the phone stop looking at your computer why not what's going on you said you told me that you were going to do it so i'm looking at you right in the eye 
Why didn't you do it? We're going to talk about that, right? Oh, and guess what? That's daily. That's weekly, you guys. So we do ninety coaching for 90 days. It's awesome. Our clients see progress, right? And it's a lot of fun for us because we love it. We right. are, we have a coach right now, right? Mm-hmm. We said, okay, we want more of this. So we are doing coaching, mm-hmm. right? Someone to walk you through stuff. So if you have any questions like that, email coaching at anatomyofmarriage.com. Only, only, don't waste my time. Only if you're willing to uh, invest the money mm-hmm. and the time and the emotional maturity and commitment. Coaching okay? is hard, you guys. It's not easy, yeah. right? But guess what? Anything easy usually isn't worth having. Anything hard is worth working towards. Right. Amanda says, you guys are so intentional. Well, well we try to be. We do try. We Every do try day. To be. But if you find yourself needing actual counseling, then I want you to go to uh, getfaithful.com forward slash anatomy of marriage. You guys are going there. Again, I see the statistics. And as a therapist, that makes me happy mm-hmm. because I know that our listeners are going and getting help. They're finding healing. They're finding repair. They're building ugh, They're building trust, right? When they go to getfaithful.com forward slash anatomy marriage. So please go there. And at Get Faithful, you can choose your counselor. You can select it. There's like a free online quiz that shows you, you know, I'm dealing with addiction or I'm dealing with abuse or I'm dealing with, you know, trust issues. So you can literally fill out a test according to your actual needs as mm-hmm. a couple and then find a therapist based off of that. And if you don't like your therapist, it's mm-hmm. so easy to switch. That's right. So, and it's online, it's HIPAA compliant, it's all of that stuff. So go to getfaithful.com forward slash anatomy of marriage. If you need counseling, mm-hmm. go to coaching at anatomy of marriage.com if you're ready to get your butt kicked by us. That's right. Um, and, and I'll tell you, 2019, we did coaching. We spent a button right. of money and now we're spending more money but we're doing coaching. Coaching again, has yeah. just—it's transformed it, it, our lives. It, it's changed the game. It's—it's it, it's like this. It's like moving out of an apartment into that big house that you've finally been wanting. I don't know? know that feeling. I live in a trailer. Oh no. Uh, but anyway. But we're working, right? We are so, working on all right. it. Coaching so, at anatomyofmarriage.com, right, right, guys? Do you have a question? Because we got to go. No, I wanted to wrap up with talking back about this topic and kind of wrapping it all up because I understand that. These things are really hard on marriages. They really cause a ton of conflict. And I want you guys to think about this as we close. What is your goal and your vision for your marriage? Why did you get married in the first mm. place? Was it to hide porn from your wife? Is that why you got married? Or no. <laughs> no. Or was it, I wanted to build this amazing life? And it, like there are things that you can and can't do to get to the dreams that you want to have. Mm-hmm. If you want to own a Tesla in a year from now, you can't spend mm-hmm. all your money on like... Stupid crap. You can't right. go buy a thousand ATVs and right. donuts every day and like gamble. No, you have to save for that Tesla or whatever. Right? Hey. You have to be intentional. Hey, Lens, what's up? And so, oh, can I just say another thing? So, when when potential coaching clients email, I ask them several questions, and one of the most powerful questions that our coach asked us a long time ago is, "Okay, potential coach, I mean coaching client, Seth is asking you, what happens?" to your relationship, and to your marriage if you don't do coaching. And you know what they all say? Hmm. Literally, I'm not exaggerating. We'll probably get divorced in a year. Right. We will probably just be in status quo, right. and I probably won't be happy. And mm-hmm. you know the saddest thing ever? Mm. They don't email back. Right, right. I'm like, you answered the question? Right. I asked you, hey, what happens to your Preach. marriage? Keep on. What happens to your marriage if you don't do something? Right. Coaching, counseling, or something. I mean, coaching is much more intense. Right. If you don't do coaching right now today, if mm-hmm. you stop thinking about the stupid money that you're going to lose, right. what, what are you going to lose? You're going to have a crappy marriage and a divorce. Right. Divorce costs like fifteen to $20,000, right. right? Coaching is less than that, people. Right, right. Hello. But I asked them, and they answer. I could look on my email right now right. in the log of, the question, hey, what happens if you don't do coaching? We'll probably be divorced in right. a year. What? And then the, you don't email me back? Right. What right. are you leaving on the table? Are you. What are you doing for your kids? What <sighs> are you. Like, literally, I said this don't before. Don't even get me started. People say, uh, stay together for your children, stay married for your children. No transform your marriage for your children. Don't ah. just stay together, but also don't just get divorced. Like, th- these are huge choices that impact people literally <sighs> forever. So if you're a child of divorce and you're fixing to get divorced because you won't do coaching with us mm-hmm. or go get therapy because you think it's too expensive or you think it's too hard, 
grow the F up because just freaking do it. You are like literally laying a path for your kids to be like, deal with this idiot because right. I was too baby to do it myself. Mm-hmm. Mm. I'm gonna preach, I'm going to snap. I like it when you mm. kick people's butts. But then the therapist piece talks to me. I'm like, okay, you're being severe. Be severe. <laughs> Be a mohawk. You're being severe right now, and we're not discounting. We're not discounting people's. I'm all about severe pain and like the emotionality of it. But right. when when especially okay, because I'm a guy, right? So when a guy says that, oh, I'll probably be divorced, and I'm having the worst sex ever. Oh, guess what? I'm not even having sex. What do you think is going to happen in a year from now if you don't do anything? Right. I know. Ah! Or a week from now, if you don't. It doesn't need to be a year. Yeah, I so, mean, yeah. I don't Hold know. on. It says some people don't have the money, but you should set up funds where people could donate that know how great it is. Oh, that's a great idea. That's a really um, good idea. Also, budget for these things. Budget. Budgeting is a great tool to have a map for your finances. Literally, budget to get help for your marriage. Mm-hmm. What is more important for a marriage than health in a marriage? Right. What? Tell me. Milk? Like dollars, what? Milk? No, I was just thinking of food and milk's the only thing that came <laughs> to my mind. Um, but like, is a car more important for a marriage or is health within a marriage more important? Mm-hmm. Let me say this. Like, think of it like a physical body. You're one flesh with your spouse. If your physical body is healthy, then you have everything you need to go do things you want in life. Mm-hmm. But if it's not, you don't. Does that right. make sense? Abs. A healthy marriage is the foundation of an amazing life. What the mm-hmm. heck is just going say not on? now. So, okay. uh, nothing changes if nothing changes. After the That's black right, eye Charlie. incident, what was the biggest thing that you did to change and mend and move forward? Uh, pray every day, yeah. five times a day. Set, I had, set prayer alarms. I had, and I literally had a scorched earth mentality right. of nothing else matters, mm-hmm. which was weird. But you always uh, said, Melanie doesn't owe me anything. Yeah, and I, I, I took that mindset and. I don't know if it was right or if it was wrong. I know that it got results that right. were happy, <laughs> that we're happy about, right? right? And I was like, okay, wake up every day. Melanie owes you nothing. You deserve nothing. You have to earn everything right. that uh, you wanted, right? Or, or, or you had to. Well, if it you was, wanted, it was just, earn it. It was just rebuild, of? right? Yes. So it was like, and it says, "Who changed first, and what did they do?" So Seth changed first by confessing Mm -hmm. he said i'm gonna stop this stupid behavior it is not gonna go where i want to go the problem i think the biggest issue was he confessed at like the worst time and in the worst way humanly possible oh you're holding our newborn son (laughs) let me tell you this (laughs) it was the worst thing ever take someone to a counselor if you're going to confess to something like this us and please don't do it around anything relating to childbirth oh my gosh or pregnancy that's the worst thing you can do. But anyway. There was some postpartum stuff. He confessed. So that was the first thing that changed. Um, for me, it took a really long time because I was an idiot baby. How about mm. that? And so, uh, but. You heard it here, folks. 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 But I did start. Um, I listened to Joyce Meyer all the time. Like I watched her TV show yeah. every day, multiple times a day. Listened to her podcast. Read her book. It so was, it, it was, was nice because we had a. Uh, uh, there and was, we went to counseling. We did it together. Yes. Right? Yes. There's but a, it was a, a very, episode. very long journey. So, okay, you guys. We love you. Thanks so much. Remember, go to getfaithful.com forward slash anatomy marriage if you need counseling, right? Mm-hmm. If you have a broken arm, you want to run a marathon, go fix that arm. No, yes. go fix that leg you want to, for what? a marathon. <laughs> right? Counseling get, is healing. Get Therapy faithful, is healing. Getfaithful.com forward slash anatomy of marriage. Uh, Lindsay, he confessed to looking at pornography and lying to me when he was in uh, Christian school to become a marriage and family therapist after I had just given birth to our second son while we were sitting right. on the couch go, watching a sermon. Go listen to season one, okay? We got to go. <laughs> so uh, what else was I saying? Uh, oh, and if you're interested in coaching, go coaching to... at anatomyofmarriage.com. Mm-hmm. Guys, coaching at anatomyofmarriage.com. Email too, me really. if you're serious about the money, about the time, about the emotional commitment it takes. Otherwise, don't waste my time. You want 2021 to be freaking amazing? You want to have more sex? You want to have a good marriage in 2021? Do you want to like change everything? Then call us with coaching. Email us at coaching at anatomyofmarriage.com. But again, don't waste our time. That's right. Not okay. Because we want to we want people who want to do the work, mm-hmm. right? We're doing the work. So the Trinity. <laughs> what is happening? Why is our thing going? Anyway, it's weird. we love you guys. Have an amazing day. Okay. Right. Bye guys. Bye.